Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special episode of The Van Maren Show. We're going to be talking to professional basketball player, entrepreneur, pro-life activist, and Christian inspirational speaker, David Benham. The uh, well-known Benham brothers have spoken out on a variety of essential cultural topics, and something happened last week in front of an abortion clinic that really caught our attention, and I want to show you this video clip so you get an idea of what took place. That abortion clinic exceeds the number of 10. And we are an essential, federally recognized nonprofit charity that helps at-risk mothers and babies. We are within our rights to be here. We are practicing social distancing. We have cleaned our hands. We are offering help to these mothers. And if you're saying that we don't have the right to be here, then go in the abortion clinic and make the arrest there. Mr. Benham, I, I don't have the authority to go in the abortion but, clinic. So you're, you don't have the authority to go in the abortion clinic, but you have the authority to bully us and our sidewalk counselors. Yes, you are. I'm being as nice as yes, you know. You, you know, you're trying to be nice. It's passive aggressive. But guess what's happening? I'm not budging. And our sidewalk counselors are not budging. I, I, I respect your rights. Believe me. At this time, can you please step over there? I'll step over here. Yes, Thank sir, you. I certainly Thank will. Thank you. But you know we're right. You know we're right. Okay. And I appreciate you serving. I appreciate everything that you do for us. Yes, sir. But this is wrong, and you know it. You cannot tell us to leave. Can't. You know, you know I am well within my constitutional authority to be here. So that was David Benham, a former professional basketball player, nationally acclaimed entrepreneur, best-selling author with his twin brother Jason getting arrested in front of an abortion clinic. The story has already blown up nationally. Senator Ted Cruz has stepped in to defend David Benham and the Charlotte Observer, a newspaper in the city, has now gone after Senator Ted Cruz. So there's a national debate raging about whether or not pro-life work is in fact an essential service. And David Benham was kind enough to come on and chat about what happened, what this all means, and how Christians and pro-lifers should respond during the time of this pandemic. Just to start off, tell us a bit about this arrest. How did it come about? Okay, so, you know, I was sipping coffee with my wife on Saturday morning, and I got a phone call from uh, our sidewalk team that said, hey, guys, we're out here at the abortion clinic. We've only got three sidewalk counselors, and yet there's 15 officers, and they're threatening arrest for breaking the COVID laws. And I said, wait, hold on a second. We are, first of all, Cities for Life, which is our organization mm -hmm. that was out there. Uh, we are a federally recognized nonprofit public charity. And we are within the essential, the guidelines of an essential business. So abortion clinics in North Carolina are considered essential business. So are ABC liquor stores and all this other stuff. But anyway, so if, if abortion clinics are essential business, uh, we were going to have our pro-life team out there. And we said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to still stay a skeleton staff. Let's draw sidewalk chalk on and keep our folks spread out. We only had three sidewalk counselors there. And I was like, whoa, one thing we are well within the under 10 person limit. A second thing, we are an essential business as a 501c3. Right. So I went out there, I show up, I saw the three counselors and there were uh, two other uh, counselors that were on board our mobile ultrasound unit with a local pregnancy center. The police officer came right up to me and said, sir, you can't be here. 
there, there cannot be any more than 10 people. And I was like, whoa, hold on a second. I'm across the street. I'm by myself. I've got my sons with me and a friend of theirs. We're all socially distant. And there's three people across the street. What, what are you, this is insane. And he was like, I'm sorry, you can't be here. And then I said, well, okay. Well, I am the chairman of the board of Cities for Life, which is an essential organization. Mm -hmm. You cannot tell us to leave. And he said, yes, I can. I'm acting on behalf of the city attorney. They told me to come down here and uh, shut this thing down. So that's what they did. They arrested me. I didn't think they were going to do it. Right. Because we were so within our rights, right. you know, on multiple levels. And, uh, and they, they arrested me, which I was, you know, I'd never been arrested before. So it was all new to me. <laughs> so how could they arrest you when you were following all of the guidelines? Was this an example of them utilizing the COVID laws just to shut down pro-life activism? Or what was this? 100% you just nailed it. And people say, well, that's judgmental. No, it's what's happening. I mean, we're looking at the facts. That I t you'll see in the video that I posted, I tell him, go to the park. Because they cited me. The actual citation was breaking emergency or violating emergency prohibitions and restrictions. And what was that emergency prohibition? Well, the COVID stay under 10 people law. Right. I wasn't violating that. Even if you didn't even consider me as part of, a, of an essential organization in my pro-life ministry, even outside of that, I wasn't violating that law. Right. It was just insane. So, and I told him, I said, the only reason you're not going to the Home Depot, which is right down the street, where a thousand people there, the only reason you're not going to the park that had 1,500 people there is because I'm standing in front of an abortion clinic. Mm -hmm. Only reason you're doing this. And he, he had nothing to say. Do you know what the result of this arrest is going to be? Well, I'll tell you what it already is, is awakening pro-life Christians. And it's awakening other, it's awakening Americans. On the one hand, it's awakening Americans to fight and defend our rights. Right. To not allow leaders, especially those liberal left leaders that are using this crisis, this real crisis, to grab power for themselves and to silence voices. They're exercising thought mafia tactics, viewpoint discrimination, so it's awakening Americans to that, but it's also awakening Christians to the reality of, you know what? We're altering our behavior to protect ourselves with COVID. How about we alter our behavior to protect the most vulnerable among us, right, those right. that don't even have a voice, the unborn? So we all agree as pro-life people that we need to protect life. But just as, as you mentioned, there are people who are taking advantage of this pandemic, right? Never let a crisis go to waste is, is a longtime left-wing watchword. We saw Governor Gavin Newsom in California uh, blatantly answer a question from a reporter by saying that this was an opportunity to reimagine a progressive era. Uh, what would your message to the listeners and the viewers be about what we need to be very careful about as the state and the government seizes a level of power that I certainly have never seen in my lifetime. Yeah, well, you know, you look at Hitler back in Germany when they set uh, the building on fire and, and he just jumps in and seizes power. And, you know, uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer in the middle of all of that, he said, it's not enough to help hurting people. You must also stop the things that hurt them. And yes. right now we know if our rights and our liberties are taken, especially from conservative Christians, from pro-life voices, who knows what it's going to be like for our children and our children's children. We have to step in right now. Jason and I are saying keyboard warriors rise up. We're all at home. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're all practicing social distancing, but we need to first policy is downstream from culture. 
We have to step into the culture and join this conversation and be willing to take a hit. Be willing to be called a bigot. Be willing to be called a hater. Be willing to be lied about by the police department, which I was lied about. They said Benham staged a protest of 50 people. That's what they said. That is a lie from hell. I'm telling you, it's wrong. And, And I even have... Some believers, it's interesting, my Facebook page, Benham Brothers, has over 1.8 million visitors in three days. And there are a lot of people that are getting on there and hammering me and Jason saying, you don't care for people, you broke the COVID law. I was like, well, first of all, I didn't break any COVID law. Second of all, you're, you're stepping into this conversation about protecting ourselves. How about you join the conversation to protect the unborn? Those people, those kids don't even have a voice. So there's been a, a lot of people speaking out in support of you as well. LifeSite News has a petition with over 15,000 signatures already in support uh, of what you did. What sort of what sort of response have you seen um, from people who are realizing, look, pro-life work can't stop during a pandemic because as long as abortion clinics are open, as long as this is going on, the pre-born child in the womb is facing a state of emergency and that state of emergency has gotten worse during this pandemic due to the fact that not only is there are their lives at risk but now they're at risk of of entering into an abortion clinic without even having the benefit of pro-lifers being there to speak for their lives in those last moments think about this picture right now okay we have just in our pro-life organization and the other pro-life organizations we all work together in charlotte okay we have an abortion facility that is aborting thousands of babies a year okay when a woman gets an abortion she walks out of the facility no follow-up nothing she's done If she chooses life and she comes and we plug her into a mentor network, we help with medical needs, we help with housing assistance, we help with adoption, we help with all of these things. And what's happened is our governor and our mayor and our city council here specifically in Charlotte, governor of the state, city of Charlotte, they are targeting, they are saying, we want these women to go into these abortion facilities that are gonna get no assistance whatsoever and it's gonna devastate their lives and we're gonna call them essential and yet we are gonna take pro-life organizations that are gonna help these mothers holistically from womb to tomb, not just the baby, but the mother and the family. Over 5,000 mothers have chosen life and have been plugged into our network of services in the last 10 years. And they're saying that we now, because of this pandemic, are gonna be shut down. And we're saying absolutely not. We're going to abide by COVID laws just because we want to go above board. We are going to be compassionate, but we are not backing down. And so we're asking believers, we're asking Americans, step into this gap right now. This is a moment. This pandemic, I truly believe, this is my own personal belief, that the the blessing and the favor of God has been lifted and the protection of God has been lifted from our country because we have not stood in our place of responsibility as the church, as Christians, for the most defenseless among us. And when we change our actions in that regard, I believe that the hand of protection and favor will once again come upon our country. And what do you say about a country where it's illegal right now to get a haircut, but you can still get your baby dismembered? How do you even really... In, in a country like that, I, I'd, I'd love to hear uh, your, your take on, on this because one of the things, I've noticed a lot of people, a lot of clergy bringing up abortion. I'm very grateful for that. But but I think like this is a time where I, we should all be recognizing this. You know a culture is sick when everything's shut down but the abortion clinics. What is your call to Christians and pro-lifers in the midst of all of this? 
But in the midst of all of this, Christ tells us to love our neighbor as ourselves, born and preborn. That does not eliminate the preborn. I love your messaging there. I'm using preborn now. I love that. That's what Christ calls us to, to do. And we're seeing ourselves, we have drastically altered our behavior to protect ourselves. Yes. And believers have to drastically alter their behavior to protect the most vulnerable and the voiceless among us. So you go to LifeSite News, you go to lovelife.org, which is our organization here, Cities for Life. There's a lot of pro-life ministries. There's so many ways that you can get involved. But right now, one of the best ways to get involved is to get on your phone, get on your keyboard, sign this petition, begin to let your voice be heard because policy is downstream from culture. Mm -hmm. Culture is where the conversations and the debates are taking place. I'm not saying go in and be belligerent. Hopefully, as right. you watch my arrest, I wasn't being belligerent, That's but right. I'm filled with compassion and I love my country and I love my people, but I, I absolutely am not going to allow these, these, this, this, this tyranny to take our rights, especially, and if they take my rights, do you know what that means? The, the, the unborn don't get a voice. So right. let's go at it from that angle. Final question. What's next for you and Jason? What are you guys going to be doing over the next couple of weeks here? Well, I'll tell you this, you know, uh, it's interesting because my brother and I just l released an online information course because we're, we're entrepreneurs. I mean, I've had hundreds of employees. I'm an, I, I build and grow businesses. I create jobs. And during this COVID crisis, we're helping people navigate this COVID crisis, especially business owners. So, I mean, right there on the Benham Brothers website, you can see expert ownership. It's all, I mean, this is what we're doing. We're spending time doing this, but we're also now pivoting as a result of what happened at the abortion clinic on Saturday, Jason and I are pivoting to say, okay, we're gonna help you make income through all of this, but we're really gonna help you make impact and especially impact for the most voiceless among us. Thanks so much for taking the time to come on and talk about this with us. We really appreciate it. Hey, thank you, man. Appreciate all your work. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my conversation with David Benham. You can sign a petition in support of their pro-life work and head over to LifeSiteNews.com for updates on this story and many other stories. Thanks so much for listening. We do hope that you will join us for the other episodes, other interviews. We're doing our best to bring you news during this time of the pandemic, and we do really appreciate your support. Thanks so much for listening.